Like the thing that I love, like I was so hyped on and like I fell in love immediately was like so many different like for me it was the first time the experience that I met like so many many different cultures you know mm-hmm. like and at these parties like at the first parties you could see like how the different values of, of the people and the cultures you know like yeah. the these guys the Americans for example were going ham on tables <laughs> dancing yeah, stripping yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you know like kind all of right, some. Right, right. I won't <laughs> get too many details but like, <laughs> like don't the know other what you're talking like about <laughs> <laughs> Like like the other way, like quiet, like the other way, just yeah. like communicating and stuff. You know, yeah. I, I love that, man. There are yeah, like so yeah, many yeah. different cultures like coming together. It was such an like such an experience that I think everybody should make. Like I think getting know getting to know new cultures is like very important. Like welcome to the special travel edition of the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host Deepak Sharma, and today I'm in the beautiful, windy city of Chicago, joined by my good friends Mike and Yevgen, who I met while traveling on international exchange in Bergen, Norway. We had a great chat, uh, reminiscing on our international exchange experiences, stepping out of our comfort zone, and uh, trying a lot of new things, getting to travel a lot, and uh, especially meet new people. We talk about all this and we also talk about our most recent uh, travel experience together here in Chicago as well as in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We had a great time watching a college football game and uh, we get into a lot more than that. We talk about uh, navigating uh, through your career. Uh, Mike has uh, been a management consultant for the past year for a company called AT Carney. And uh, Yefkin just completed his bachelor's thesis in uh, statistics and uh, data science. So I think it, it was a really uh, interesting chat and we had a beautiful backdrop of Chicago as well. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, if you enjoy content like this, uh, consider uh, contributing to my Patreon page subscribing to my podcast and telling your friends about it as well remember it's not that deep and enjoy Alright guys, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm sitting here in beautiful, windy Chicago with my boys Mike and Yevkin. Um, we got the skyline behind us, we're at a beach, life is good. And uh, yeah, we're doing a travel edition of the podcast, so we'll see how this works out. Um, Mike, me and Yevkin met uh, on exchange, uh, international exchange when we studied in Norway for six months. Got to know each other pretty well, it was a good time. Um, and yeah, man, now we're doing a little reunion here. We've been in Chicago for the last three, four days. Went to watch the Michigan game. Got to do a lot of stuff, man. Talk to everyone. Let them know who you are. Yeah, thanks for coming through, man. <laughs> uh, my name's Mike, as was mentioned. Um, moved here about six months ago in February. Dope. Uh, grew up in Pittsburgh. So uh, it's getting Pittsburgh a little colder represent. out here, but it's it's nice now. It's nice this time of year. Yep. Fortunately, it's getting a little dark, but still got the shades on, you know, for the <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, um, love it. Yeah, I had a blast in Norway. Haven't seen this guy since uh, we were in Montreal. Man. Oh yeah, you did. What was that? You call that an Irish exit? Irish just, exit. Uh, Irish goodbye. Yeah. I, I, saw, <laughs> I saw you. Uh, I saw you just staring kind of off in the distance at the bar, and this door said staff only, <laughs> and Deepak just walks through it. And uh, that's I, I was in 2017, yeah, and, uh, but here you are, man, yeah, in Chicago. Man. So absolutely, yeah. Just had thanks to for coming through, that man. Night. It's been a blast. Um, it's been great, man. It's been yeah. great. Yeah. And well, Yefkin, yeah, let's yeah, give you a little introduction yo, yo, here, man. I, I saw I'm Yefkin. I'm coming from Germany. I was born in the Ukraine, like in a big city. Actually, it's called Dnipropetrovsk. Sounds sounds kind of hard. It's like the second biggest city. How do you say Kiev. that? It's Dnipropetrovsk, but like Dnipropetrovsk. Yeah, oh, man, it was actually not that bad, but like they ch- <laughs> they change it right now. It's just Dnipro, you know. Okay. So on my on my passport, like it's still Dnipropetrovsk, but okay. if, if I get a new passport, it's gonna just be Dnipro. Okay, yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. I don't ask me why, man. It's just how it is. <laughs> that's great. Like, that's yeah. great. But you live in Germany now. I live in Germany, like on the west coast, oh, <laughs> kind of <nice>. west side. <laughs> west side. Yes, yeah, uh, in a city called Duisburg. It's like in this area where a lot of big cities are like very close to each other like Cologne, Dusseldorf, Dortmund. Yeah. Some pr- people probably heard some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just yeah, that's it actually. Like Germany it's 
cool place to be actually. That's awesome, not, man. Not as cool as Chicago, but <laughs> it's still Chicago's nice a great see. vibe, man. I love yeah. it here. We've had like a ton of fun here. We got to do some of the tourist things. Yeah. Uh, we went to the Naval Pier today. We tried to go to the Sears building, but it's like a three-hour wait. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe that, tomorrow. that was not happening today. Um, but yeah, man, we got to eat a lot of really amazing food. Um, we went to. We went on a freaking pretty badass road trip to uh, yes. Michigan, man, oh and got the full yeah. authentic American experience, which yep. like is something I, I'll never forget, man. Man, like, it's like you see, like you see it in the movies all the time. You yeah. know, for me it was just like movies. I didn't expect to see that in real life. And then we went like to this parties in the backyard or the random garden. I don't know, and it was just sick. Like, dude, these so fraternity crazy. parties. Let's give the mic to Mike yeah. for a second. Oh shit! And uh, let's talk about like how we, how you set that whole thing up for us, and how you set us up this last week, the last few days. Just like everything was to perfection, man. The whole tailgating, everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I went to the University of Michigan for four years. Graduated in 2018. Uh, Best days in Ann Arbor are Saturday mornings, man. It's absolute mayhem. You're waking up at 6, 7 a.m., just getting as drunk as you possibly can with 110,000 people. There was, what, 110,000 yeah, people man. that game? Yeah, yeah. Over sold out. Um, you should throw in some, like, clips or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, dude. Or, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to edit in some yeah, crazy yeah, clips. No, it, like... was, it was absolutely nuts. So one of my, one of my roommates, uh, born and raised in Ann Arbor, his family's still there. Um, they're uh, originally from New England, so pretty rowdy in general, um, but they just hosted all three of us. Uh, it was a night game too, which was actually even more difficult yeah. because uh, you had to pace yourself. And, yeah, yeah. Um, we won't <laughs> name names or point fingers, but I think a lot of us were puking that night. But, uh, you know, just, uh, just having a blast. I heard that's man. the way you're supposed to do it, though, I may, man. I may or may not have gotten us kicked out of a, of a tailgate, but, you know, it wasn't oh, all my fault. We had a uh, we we had a blast, man. As soon as we got there, we go into um, you know your friend's parents' garage, and I'm just taken aback by I've never seen sports memorabilia on this level. Like every wall of this garage, I'll I'll, I'll try to post a video of this, man. But the shit blew my mind. Every fucking like inch of this garage was covered in Michigan memorabilia, tickets, uh, Tom Brady stuff, like. Chicago Cubs games like every little ticket was kept and pasted on this wall yeah. diehard fans I've never seen anything like that like and also like the, the 80s. also that thing that you can like put on your car like there's a grill on it oh, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah like yeah. some hot dogs and burgers Dude. also there was like a freezer where there were like so many beers man I've never seen it's that so much crazy. beer and <laughs> and this weird. is just what like we were lucky that it was the home opener like the the season opening yeah. game and it's it's September now <laughs> and everyone's just starting school everyone's coming back and um just seeing all just driving through this little town of Ann Arbor which is basically just Michigan the university blew my mind man there's just it's like what you see in the movies just fraternities uh sororities and just people drinking in the street red solo cups everywhere and it just like just and then the experience of like partying there and going to these random fraternities we don't even know anyone we just showed up nope. <laughs> we almost like get, we like we didn't even get to the first one in yeah. they had like Bring their the own security guards they had like their own security guard and shit we just like went inside for like from the backside and it's worked out so <laughs> there are like so many ways to get in it's like probably impo impossible to not get in like i don't yeah. know yeah, yeah. And then like only little little struggle at the second party <laughs> where we almost got in the fight. But yeah, yeah. Let's don't yeah. talk about that. Yeah, man. Think, we, think. Can give, we can give him the long story short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the long story short was uh, things just got a little testy, and uh, <laughs> someone politely asked me to leave. I politely refused, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we ended up leaving. But uh, we, we did leave. We did leave. We left peacefully. We it was all good. Not, you know, no violence. Yeah. Just you know, we had a, game a lot to of watch. excitement. Yeah, just yeah. a lot of excitement. Yeah. So we. Uh, we then went to the tailgate, which was a whole nother experience in and of itself. And that was like, for people who don't know, man, like, I'm, I'm not really familiar with this concept being from Canada, but in the States, before every football game, everyone brings out their big ass grills, big TVs, big coolers, and all, like, every. Blow up the blow up Wolverine. Blow up, yeah. like, yo, yeah. talk about it a bit, man. Talk to me about tailgating and, like, 
some of that experience. Sure, here. yeah. So so the guy that we stayed with, my buddy's dad, has one of the most infamous tailgates in all of Ann Arbor. They've been running that thing since the 80s. Like, every game, they don't miss it. Like, they have a reserve spot, too. And like Yevgen was saying, they bring a van. Actually, he told us, funny story, it was a jail transport van. That's how they got it. What? It was used to transport prisoners. But that's you see, that's just so the thing big. about this guy. He's so well-connected. Yeah. Like, there is not, like, you know, a football related person in arbor who does not know yeah. this this man yeah, yeah that's like so the best place in front of the yeah. stadium like right in front right of the there. stadium you bring uh bring like a projector and put it over a chain link fence so you're watching the game there you have another tv inside the actual van itself three or four coolers a grill it's probably going through 100 hot dogs easy um the band oh, we, too. we got to eat some you know, of those we'll talk about the band oh, the marching band oh, walks straight past them into the stadium this tailgate is literally like 50 feet from the entrance to the stadium so just Nuts. you just go crazy in the morning you get drunk you go to the tailgates whatever and then right before you get in you go to scotty's tailgate get a couple dogs a couple more rolling rocks and oh, you're man. just ready to to go you're wild, ready man. to go man and then so game time's about to start and now <laughs> we're going around trying to figure oh, out how yeah. to get in because mike had set up student tickets for us in the student section of the big house and I mean, I didn't really know that it would be that much more hype, but it was crazy. just trying to get in was hard because we did, well, I'm not a student of Michigan. He's not either anymore. And Yefkin's not even from, like, like you know, we, we just had to finesse it. And, you know, we were uh, trying to trying to find some IDs of some similar looking people, and that just didn't work out for me. Uh, but, my bad, too. <laughs> but so, I don't know, we, kinda, we went to, like, seven different gates, and everyone was like, nah, nah, like, keep going, blah, blah, blah. And eventually I just got in, and it was the best feeling ever. Going to the stadium, sit down, we get to, like, the sixth or seventh yeah, row, yo. something ridiculously close to the front, and it just blew my mind, like, the atmosphere. I've never seen 110,000 people in one place in my life man like you have again talk to me for a second about how that felt for you for someone who hasn't even watched a professional football game yeah, yeah so basically i just know like football for me like a soccer for you so <laughs> yeah yeah, I, yeah when yeah, i'm yeah. saying football i mean like uh, okay th in this podcast i mean like american football i call soccer, soccer. Yeah, so yeah, anyways, yeah, 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 yeah like when you're watching a soccer game you just have the probably the seat yeah. you're sitting like chill watch the game you know yeah there's like no break you straight play for 45 minutes have uh, like a 50 minute break and then you go for the second half yeah and it's cool man but this what i experienced here was mind-blowing man like it was like we i think we've been there for four hours in the four stadium and they played yeah. like one hour yeah. So it was if like that, three, three hours. It was only like dancing, singing, making bullshit, shooting like shirts and <laughs> in into the crowd. Like seeing the F six. What were they? Yeah, F like, like military by. planes flew over Jeez, us like as an opening. What the fuck is wrong with you, Americans, man? Yeah, it's it, so sick. I kind of jealous. It was actually nuts. The, the whole atmosphere and to me, what really stood apart about the whole thing. I, I love football. Big football fan. The game was fun to watch. It was the marching band, man. These motherfuckers. Yeah. They were going at it, yo. I had no idea. Like, they had there was like over 200 of them, just playing the drum line, yeah. so sick, the, 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 the so little crazy. chants, the little crazy dances, and all this stuff. I'm like, bro, I was overwhelmed. Like, yo, Americans do this shit different, man. But, <laughs> but you also like can see how much work they put in it, you know? Like, A lot, man. I, I, like you said before to me, like it's probably like m much more harder to be on the band like than playing the game. <laughs> I actually, th I genuinely believe that. Like, no disrespect to football players, but that shit is just fun. You go to practice, you know, you you go play in a game. You have hundreds of thousands of people cheering for you. No one's really cheering for the band. Like everyone's cheering with the yeah. band because they're making the music. You know, like there, yo, that was hype, man. And we were right beside them, so we got to see yeah. their whole. They're not just playing an instrument. They're doing a dance, their choreography, they're going out on the field, they're doing halftime shows, like insane experience, bro. I, I'm so happy we got to see what American college football yeah. like. That was a great experience, man. And it's college football, you know, like yeah. it's so weird. Yeah, like, this is not even that the pros, bro. This is nuts. Yeah. I think they don't even earn money, right? No. Like, no. They, they can't they get uh, free tuition. Free college. Man, it's still like it's still 100,000 people yeah. like it's 
the biggest stadium in the world like kind yeah. of probably in india they have like some other like but you can't count that yeah you know so it's the biggest stadium it's like college football yeah. college football i mean like yeah like come new like in europe is like smaller than that you know no that's what i'm saying man so weird man what tell us something man man what can i say it's a blast i was <laughs> there for four years and it's just six days a year you look forward to more than anything like i i still remember when i moved in uh for my first year at michigan i was living in one of the dorms um and you move in at the end of august right around when we went to this game so i'd been there for like two days just met my roommate just met everyone on my hall and i'll just remember like going to sleep on friday night and you know it's like 7 a.m or 6 30 or something on a saturday morning and there's like six people just pounding on my door like absolutely <laughs> pounding on it like it's game day it's yeah, game day like yeah. they are going ballistic and i am like you guys need to shut the fuck up <laughs> holy shit it's not that serious yeah. i grew up a pit football fan so yeah. like you know it was fun but it was never like anything close to this yeah so yeah. eventually you know open the door i'm just you know super groggy and they're coming in with uh i think it's crown royal is the vodka we had just absolutely disgusting like <laughs> pounded through the door like, all right we're gonna start ripping shots okay. and they're like oh like okay like do you want to take a shot like do you want chaser i'm like do i want chaser like seven like, in the morning like, dude i'm i'm from pittsburgh man i just i just came up here i'm about to show these guys like what's what like it's not the first time i've drank like and i took one shot of that with no chaser i had to swallow it about three or four times to keep it down and God, i never damn. made that mistake again dude <laughs> yeah. absolutely just disgusting that's um, crazy man what but a yeah. vibe what a vibe out there it was amazing dude it was so much fun and so um, taking it back a bit when you went to michigan you studied what exactly so i studied business at michigan i i minored in history um and that's pretty much all that i was really messing with that wasn't about the science life really it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't my thing Just that's awesome and yefkin what did you study back in germany bro so i'm uh, like i handed my thesis in two weeks like four, two weeks ago. Congratulations, in, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Big step, like big in, step. Uh, pure economics. So, yeah, I'm like the economic. I'm this more guy's about his money, guys. He's about his money. <laughs> no. I'm more into, more into statistics and yeah, like yeah, yeah. analyzing stuff and shit. And this like the direction I want to go to. Love that, man. Yeah. Love that. So with that, like what kind of uh, general career path or stuff like that are you kind of interested in? I know you mentioned that so, you worked with data yeah, yeah. management so and science exactly. a bit. So right now I'm working like with the master data and a, a, a big wholesale company in Germany. Maybe some of you have heard of it. It's called Metro. Okay. And yeah, in the future I just want to keep going working like with data and analyzing like a business and like analyzing maybe like where a company like should put their product and uh, I want to specify on like medical products like on the healthcare, so I'm gonna do my masters in healthcare management. Oh, so you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna continue doing school? Continue yeah, yeah, doing yeah, masters. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's awesome, year. man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, where do you want to do it? Do you have any plans for like where yeah, you so, want to? So basically, where I want to study is kind of like a, a private school. Okay. So the requirement is that you like have to have a full-time job. Okay. It's like called like Abendschule. It's like called night night school. Speak so all the German yeah, you want, yeah, baby. Yeah, like integrating the German it. words, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So you just go, have to go to school on Friday and Saturday night. Actually, like it's hard, like have a full-time job and do that. But it's yeah. it's also you get a good good degree, and I'm gonna do that in Dusseldorf. So it's okay. like, oh nice. It's it's actually right where I'm living, like 10, 15 minutes drive. Oh no way. Just take duty one 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 down there. <laughs> duty one one one's probably gone gone then. I'm thinking about buying a new whip. That's his car. Oh, yeah, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, with all that, all the things that we've done and all the travel we've gotten to do, I think it's really interesting that, like, we've all got to come together here and kind of reconnect. Let's take it back for the people who might not know how exactly an exchange works and what kind of... Uh, what that kind of entails and let's tell people our experience meeting each other in bergen norway oh, wow. yeah. yeah man there's a lot to t t talk about man yeah yeah i don't know think first think before you speak no all yeah, good, yeah, yeah. All, wait, all good man i could i could uh, <laughs> i could bring a little intro for it um for me i just remember like i've actually got family in norway and i've always remembered that norway is just one of the most beautiful countries ever always wanted to go back but when i had this opportunity to come on exchange I, like i jumped on it and um, I have no regrets, man. I got to make some some of the most amazing friends. We got to travel some amazing yeah. places, do some crazy experiences. We went on some crazy hikes, did a lot of partying, 
little bit of studying on the side. But uh, but yeah, man, talk to me about your like first experience landing in Norway. What was it like? Oh yeah, so basically I was uh, coming with a friend, Dokan. Shout out Dokan, if you see Shout that. Shout out Dokan, We miss bro. you here. <laughs> You're missing, but keep on going with your uh, thesis. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we wish you were here, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we landed there like I, I think uh, Dokan and me. We were the first one to get there. We get there like 2016, like on the 28th of December. Yeah. So actually, no one was living at our like place where like actually like normally all students are li li living. The dorms, yeah. The dorms, yeah. And so it was like quite empty and like we felt like kind of shitty because of that we didn't do anything and so then we, we fucked up man norway's empty no yeah but, but we used the time it was snowing it looks like amazing we just went for some hikes and like we actually meet some people one ukrainian guy like yeah yeah and uh, we um went to the city center on new year's eve and like on the f i think 5th of january like the semester started then we got like the first meeting with all the new exchange students yeah. who came like all from all around the world like asia south america Middle America, North America, whatever, like you know, and it was just amazing, man. It, it was crazy. Yeah, and Mike, talk a little bit. Too, yeah, tell us about your experience, a bit, Mike. Sure. Yeah. So I flew down on New Year's Day. So I remember I went out for like a New Year's brunch or something with my family, and I went straight to the airport. And um, you know, I was it was actually a little sad. I, I was super looking forward to it, but just like seeing my like family leave, I was kind of like, damn, like I'm really out here. Like I don't like. I think you knew Dokon before you were going, right? And um, I don't know if you knew anyone or, but no. I didn't know a soul, man. I was the first person from my school to ever go to the Norwegian School of Economics, and That's no crazy. one was going with me. That's so nice. I was just out here, man. And <laughs> just rep, repping for USA. But man. I just remember flying in, landing. Finally, it was hectic. I had like two or three connections, but uh -huh. um, I met up with uh, a couple people. Um, Hong Kong Chris, I think, was the first person I met. At uh, at the the place where we picked up the keys, and I just remember, like you said, it was snowing like crazy, and it was just so picturesque. I was so fired up, and just it's, there's something I'll say, man. Like, not many people would choose to study abroad in Norway. No. You know, like almost everyone I know would be like, oh, let's go to Barcelona, France, whatever. And those are cool places, but I think there's just something about a person who picks Norway. Yeah. We all had something in common, man, and it was like, you know, people just interacting just talking getting to know each other and yeah. finding that common ground like we had these parties in the kitchens oh man so our dorms were i don't know what it's like in canada actually yeah. but there's not like a dining hall it's basically you have your rooms then you have a communal kitchen mm -hmm. and so it was the only place with enough space for us to like have parties yeah, yeah. we'd have like 100 people in these kitchens going crazy like yeah um and everyone was invited i like that too it was very inclusive there were no clicks uh -huh. it was just you know 120 people or so just vibing uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much what it was. There was no like, these people are only going to hang out with these people, these people. Like, no, man, it was like everyone. We almost had like a bit of a frosh week, like a, like yeah. a freshman <laughs> coming in, coming on exchange. And the first experience was straight up like one week of just being hammered, just being fucked up and meeting people from all over the world. I remember like meeting yourself, meeting you, Dokkan, all these people, people from Brazil, France. Canada, I met a lot of other Canadians, like, and Canada's so big that it's like, uh, someone from Vancouver, someone from North Bay, something like, all over the place, right? You got to see a lot, meet a lot of people, and alcohol helps, because, you know, at first... At first, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of an icebreaker, right? You're just, everyone's just in these kitchens throwing these crazy parties, lots of music playing, lots of mingling, lots of... And then everyone kind of found, like the people that they kind of want to that they vibe with and want to go do some travel with and uh i remember you had gone to tromso right yeah. you went up north and that's like a fucking very cold it's up north norway right yeah it's yeah. Circle. yeah so it like that's a crazy experience you know but you would probably would not have just done that solo you know but you met some people uh -huh. and you know you, I, I remember like what is it like those dogs like the yeah. dog sledding and like just like, jet ski or uh snow what do you call it? snowmobile that kind of shit like bro i remember seeing that like man i got to do some shit like that i got to do some travel as well we went down to copenhagen i think did we do sweden 
I think we did. I think we did Sweden as well, Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah. We did that like with Bonto with the funny story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was too funny, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I had my own funny story there too. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, just you know, (laughs) didn't make my flight home, but I got back eventually. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, was it your was your throat all fucked up or something? That no, was, I'd, no, I'd strep throat yeah. in Denmark, but I was still <laughs> drinking Bombay Sapphire every night, like just trying to ignore <laughs> it, and then uh, you just ate it. And the, the uh, last day, it was like oh I, I was like, I need to go to the hospital. And I yeah. walked in, and the guys like open your throat, and I opened, it and he was like, Holy shit! Like you have strep, <laughs> like you have strep, like yeah, yeah. Man, we got to we got to experience a lot. Oh. Of, I, I could I could sit here all day and oh that's badass. Sorry, no, I, my bad. Um, that's crazy. I um, uh, I was just gonna share a quick story about yeah, Copenhagen. Um, some of the viewers might recall this, but uh, <laughs> coming back from Denmark, yeah, it was rough. Um, we uh, we got back and you know I was sick, really sick. Just wanted to get back to my apartment. Um, I walk into my apartment. Uh, it's like 1 a.m. or something. And I, and I walk inside and everything's in like a different place. And I'm like, this is weird. Like, how did this happen? Like my bed is in my living room. <laughs> my like bedside tables in my living room, like everything's switched. There's a TV in my, in my room, like <laughs> just a random like box TV, just, just like 20 there. years old. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And, uh, I'm, at this point I'm really confused, but I'm so tired. I like don't even really care. And I just go to the bathroom, like I just need to shower, like I feel gross. And I walk in, and my bathroom is completely covered in like toilet paper. It got TP'd. Like, <laughs> every roll of toilet paper I had was used <laughs> up. It was just unreal. And so I find out um, we had some people over for drinks in my room, and uh, Penelope, one of our friends from Montreal, had asked to borrow my keys to like go outside or something. And I had two keys to my room, and she took one, and I didn't notice. So while I was gone in Denmark, these people ransacked my room. Oh my it was God. Uh, JJ, Jerome, Clement, and Penelope. So <laughs> shout out. Uh, I got I got Penelope back. That was pretty funny. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that's so funny, man. We had, we had fun. You can share one of your memorable stories, bro. Man, I just want to add something like to the first week that we talked about like, yeah, the yeah. partying and stuff. Yeah. Like the thing that I lo- like I was so hyped on and like i fell in love immediately was like so many different like for me it was the first time the experience that i met like so many many different cultures you know mm-hmm. like and at these parties like at the first parties you could see like how the different values of, of the people and the cultures you know like yeah the these guys the americans for example were going ham on tables <laughs> dancing yeah, stripping, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know like kind all of right, some right, right. <laughs> i won't get too many details but like like don't the know other what you're way, talking like, about <laughs> <laughs> like like the other way like quiet like the other way just yeah. like communicating and stuff you know yeah. I, I love that man there are yeah, like so yeah, many yeah. different cultures like coming together it was such an like such an experience that i think everybody should make like i think Getting know getting to know new cultures is like very important. Like I think like it's very important because not only are you stepping out of your own comfort zone physically, and now you're in other people's culture, but now you're trying to respect their point yeah. of view and understand where they're coming from. Also, because, yeah. sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to say also it can like help when you travel. You know, you can like adjust to the people and don't like come, like act like a weirdo. Yeah. For you maybe it's normal, but for them it's it can be like not. Yeah, Nothing. some people can be really put off by yeah. some things you do. But on the flip side, some people can really love the true, things you're true, doing and exactly. bring that back home. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? Why don't I ever talk to strangers? Yeah, 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 yeah. I should talk to more strangers. There's nothing wrong with it. No one's going to yeah. bite. But whereas in some cultures, that's like completely like, yeah. nah, man, I don't yeah, sit yeah, next yeah, to me yeah, on yeah. the bus. Whereas other cultures are like, hey, how you doing? Where are you from? What, like, what's your story? So it's, it's like, I find that very interesting. Yeah, yeah. You get a new perspective for sure. So one of the things that I think I enjoyed the most about the exchange was watching other people experience things for the first time. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there were, I think our friend uh, Rafael from Brazil saw snow for the first time or something. Yeah, shout out Just like watching people see snow for the first time, I always enjoy because I've had snow, um, (laughs) I've had snow, you know, every year of my life. 
but even just like the food too that was the best yeah, part of the communal yeah, cafe, yeah. communal uh kitchen was that everyone yeah. was always cooking like the first thing so i think some well, of my friends well yeah food was so like, some of my friends we from, had to like, cook Asia had never had <laughs> mac and cheese before yeah and so when my when my mom came through like to see me or whatever i was like we need some mac and cheese I, I and my mom that. knows how to make that mac and cheese I, I shout out to yeah, my mom's mac like, and cheese chicken wings too yeah toss them the mic like the international dinner, like where people did some food from their uh, country, was like oh, yeah. also like a dope experience. It like, I don't know, I don't remember what you guys did, but yeah. I think I might have just bought some like store bought butter chicken or some <laughs> bullshit. Honestly, that sounds like something I, I would have done. It's good enough, man. But yeah, man, like, I don't know, I, I love those those nights and those like you know we'd get together sometimes and watch movies in the common room. There was like times we had like a beer pong tournament like yo what, what i Screw love you dude <laughs> <laughs> i beat mike no he's still salty he had, about I, it. I forget who your teammate was but he was on fire all night <laughs> he was a problem ah uh, whatever <laughs> um so <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought there a little bit but all that to say man exchange we got to do some pretty hype shit we got to you know do beer pong tournaments and like i like that at the school kind of fostered this environment too they were cool with everyone kind of doing whatever within reason like don't be ridiculous don't be like um you know partying way too late or anything but for the most part like we were able to do kind of whatever i we don't wanted, think there were man. any boundaries to be completely honest yeah with you, man. man it was like, like it was like boundaries we kind of set on ourselves like look man like let's not completely trash this place but like we, like we had fun spring break, like you called it like yeah. I, I remember the first time mike told like i asked i asked mike like what? How do you think about that exchange? He said, he said like it's a six month spring break. Pretty know? much, and man. It, it pretty much was like the school part wasn't yeah. really that important. We still had to study. We still had to go to class. We still had to do yeah. this and that. But man, it was like it was pretty. Light. <laughs> some of them. Some yeah. Of us, some of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I needed I needed a fifty to pass. Like I need a passing grade. Yeah. And like in Norway, the way they had it set up, I think it was like your final exam is worth a hundred percent of your marks. So I'm like, yeah. bet. <laughs> so i'm basically off school for four months and <laughs> i'll study for two weeks before these exams you know brush up on my I was such random classes too for master's courses like i took like like the natural economy i don't know like just i, like I had a course called resources. like east asian culture and communication yeah you know? like the input was pretty interesting but like it doesn't bring me like father in my life kind of you know no exactly <laughs> yeah man um yeah, switching gears a bit though, after exchange, we've all still kind of uh, kept in touch. We've all kind of done our own thing. And like, uh, you're now, Mike is now working full time here in Chicago as a consultant. Talk to us about that a bit. What the transition from, you know, our fun exchange and Michigan kind of life as well to now full time working and grinding and hustling? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a transition. I'd be lying if I said it was, you know, smooth and I showed up, you know, know when everything was going to go smoothly it, it, it was hard I mean I joined at a different time so I, I work at AT Kearney in Chicago it's a management consulting firm um, so doing a lot of strategy and operations based consulting for a lot of pretty big uh, companies all across the world Chicago is actually the headquarters so there's a big office here and a lot of people so that's been really cool um, but yeah, I mean, it was tough. I, I had one week of training and then I just was going right to the client site. They threw you right in. They threw me right in, man. So yeah. I, I travel Monday through Thursday every week, pretty much, um, fly out to wherever I have to go and I stay in a hotel and then fly back Thursday. Nice. Um, and it's, it's really cool. I mean, the, the problems that you work on and the exposure that you get and, um, you know, you're, you're really solving challenging problems, but it, it's hard, man. You do like, get to learn a lot, but it's hard. It's challenging, yeah, man. Like, yeah. and, uh, to anybody who's like looking to get into the consulting field, what kind of advice would you have for them? And like kind of telling them, Hey man, like it's really not as glamorous doing all this travel as you yeah. think th that kind of thing. Like tell us about that a bit, man. That's true. So I would definitely say that the travel is a lot, um, but there's obviously perks to that. Fruit and flower miles, the hotel points and everything. And it's enjoyable. I mean, you won't really get to travel so much um, in the place that you go. But, you know, a lot of times you can spend a weekend there if, if staying in the hotel is like the same price as like flying back. But yep. um, at the end of the day, I would say 
like the first thing I'd say is don't choose consulting because of the travel and don't not choose consulting because of the travel. Okay. It's it's more so about the work. Like if you really like problem solving and you like kind of going into something that's going to impact a lot of people and really kind of driving that forward, then it's it's really rewarding. I mean, the, the stuff that I've worked on has been really cool. Um, I can't I can't talk in too many specifics, but <laughs> that's fine, man. Um, but yeah, I would say in terms of like getting a consulting job or anything like that, um, just talk to people who've done it. Talk to people that you kind of trust. See if it's right for you. But then, you, you know, I would say kind of commit yourself pretty early. It's it's difficult, especially with the case interviews. Um, basically, to, to get like a consulting job, you have to do several of these case interviews where right, like right. you uh, basically solve a business problem in real time under like some pressure. But it's just something you need to practice. So I, I probably took it too far. I, I prepared for like two years or something for these interviews. But just, yep. you know, you don't want to decide like a week before because you won't be able to do as well as you would like no so. exactly that's that's great advice man i love that at back home at my school um they have like uh because i went to business school as well and i i remember they had like these fast track kind of things into the profession of management consulting where you could do kind of case competitions and that kind of stuff yeah. and there were legit clubs like dedicated to case cracks and that kind of stuff and I remember you provided me with me with some pretty uh, interesting resources when I was looking into the consulting field as well, and I can share those below if anyone um, might get some value from that. But that's really great, man. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. You're excelling in your career, <laughs> working crazy hours, but I'm happy yeah. we could make this happen. And uh, yeah, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Yefkin, let's talk to you a little bit, man. Um, You've been quiet in that little corner there. Sorry, I wish I wish I brought my third mic. <laughs> I feel like bring these beers out now. It's pretty spontaneous, man. So I think we could, man. I think we could, honestly. Like the American Rolling Rock, or what is it called? Yeah, yeah, that. the Rolling Rock. It's actually, not that bad. So like, let's talk about our experience here as non-Americans and just the food that we've been man. eating since we got here. Um, when I when I first uh, when I landed here and met with Yevgen a few days ago. Um, we went to this Mexican restaurant and Yevgen was um, overwhelmed by the menu to say the least. Uh, we saw that and um, I had to kind of just walk him through what some of these options are. You could get a quesadilla, you could get a burrito, you could get um, enchiladas, uh, all kinds of things, right? And he, he was pretty hungry at the time and I was too and we sat down and uh, <laughs> I told them to get the burrito, and yeah. this this thing came out. And why don't you describe okay. it to them, man? Man, so basically, <laughs> we don't have so many uh, Mexican Thanks, Mexican man. places in Germany. Nice, this guy's got we, the yeah. Cool. So we don't have so many Mexican places in Germany. And you said like, get the burrito. Like I know what a burrito is, you know. Yeah. But th I didn't expect like this shitload of food. You know? <laughs> it was like that fucking big, like, man, with a bunch of sauce on top. Hey, cheers, so, boys. So, cheers, cheers, cheers. This cheers. is awesome. So the Keep it low key though. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All good, all good. Cheers, my friend. <laughs> so it was so huge, and I was like so hungry because the f like the only meal I got on this day was like an Amsterdam where I took the plane. You know, like it was probably like 14, 15 hours ago. Yeah. And I was starving, and then I get like <laughs> this burrito, and this was it was so huge, man. <laughs> And I, I didn't finish it. It was like probably the first time in my life that I f didn't finish the food on my plate, you know? I had to introduce to him the concept of a to-go box. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all about that here. Yeah, man. It was, it's a large portion of food, but I told him, look, man, by the end of this little trip here in America, I feel like you're going to be able to eat more food. Yeah, and, like um, I, I uh, saw that today, for example. Yeah, you know, man. Like, oh, it was bro. so crazy. Like, Every, like <laughs> if we're gonna talk about this American experience it's like my second time in the States I've been last year to California and Nevada and like it, it, it's, it's actually the same thing you know it's a different city like the skyline is amazing we don't have so something like that it's man. like so beautiful but like everything is so big you know like the streets are big the buildings are big people yeah. are big you know <laughs> what I mean like it, the, so everything is big man yeah man America just does everything big they yeah. they want to have like the biggest balls i feel you know i feel like, like show the whole i feel like man th like just just getting away from that for a second like it's just going through chicago we went we did this architecture boat yeah, tour yeah. 
throughout the the Chicago River going through the city. We got to see all the buildings and all the architecture here and like what like blew my mind about that whole thing. We learned a lot like so many different facts throughout that whole thing. What blew my mind about the whole thing was at the end what the lady said is like how Chicago is the city where pretty much people just have a dream and they just make it happen yeah, like yeah, any yeah. any idea you have this is like the city that's like an example of like yo you want to build something make something just, just do it just man. do it i think she said uh, i don't know i don't remember when it was but like at one point uh, chicago burned down because yeah. there's like a paper factory or something and it like burned down the, almost the whole city and this took like a lot of ac architects they saw like a chance to grow yeah and get big here so they moved here and they all so actually they built the whole country you know yeah they like the whole city sorry and yeah it's amazing like how many like different styles of uh, buildings we have here like some of them like uh for example the trump tower is like yeah. huge make like of only out of glass actually and there are some like the deco art i, I think art deco, something, art deco yeah, yeah. something like that's like uh squared windows with some yeah i don't actually know like it's so cool like yeah like <laughs> i said before we we don't have that like in Especially not where I live, you know, like the big buildings and shit. It's so weird. No, man. back in Germany, like oh, you were saying, like the tallest story building in your city is like 30, right? Yeah. The building probably we're staying I, probably, at, yeah, Mike's it's building, is 30, like 55 no or some crazy yeah, yeah. thing. Like that's nuts, bro. That's nuts. Like you're the, living the, on the, the scale here yeah. is just wild, man. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's amazing. And it's just one of many American cities that are like that as well. So... I'm, I really like it. I'll be back here for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, uh, let's uh, let's talk about our our little hike to Troll Tunga. Oh, I feel man. like I feel like oh, that's man. that's something that I do want to bring up before we end this podcast because yes, uh, absolutely, it was a hell of an experience, man. To give people a little bit of like history, um, Troll Tunga is is directly translated as um, the troll's tongue in Norway, and it's kind of it's it's this hike you got to do. A pretty decent hike to get up this uh, mountain and it's this big rock that sticks out it's a rock formation that sticks out and people stand on it there's a fjord and you take epic photos and it just it just looks badass but let's talk to people about the the adventure behind it definitely man so it was a what like a four-hour drive to Oda yeah from uh, from Bergen that was step one and driving in Norway is amazing I oh, mean so I've scenic. never been so happy to be in a car for four hours it's just impossibly beautiful everywhere yep. you go like the water is perfectly still reflecting the snowy mountains and everything the whole nine yards um, but yeah that's definitely the probably the biggest athletic like achievement of my life in terms of like stamina and that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, it me was too. like uh, <laughs> it was uh, shout out to uh, to Chicago. <laughs> it was um, eleven kilometers each way, and so it was uh, May. It was mid May, yeah. and so I'm thinking, all right, I got shoes like this on. Yeah, I got my my jeans or whatever. Like yeah. we're just gonna scramble up this mountain. It'll be all good. But no, it was like. It was an eight-hour hike for me, but it was like six hours walking through the snow. Yeah, man. And, yeah. The snow was high, bro. Every step you took, and me, I'm a big-ass guy. Every step I took, I sunk like two feet. I was like, no, bro, this can't be. And it started off, like, it's so hilarious. It started <laughs> off like, like the weather was fucking nice. We're at the bottom. Like, it's like hot out almost like yeah i'm like ah, i got too many layers got my big ass backpack my hiking boots like i was ready for this shit i thought and then intense <laughs> too yeah, yeah. And the first kilometer up is just literally like up it's like so steep you gotta walk up these rocks it's like i'm sweating like 10 minutes into this thing and then we get to like near the top of what i thought was like you know like, all right we could start this hike now it's gonna be like this yeah it's just snow I'm like, what? Okay, shit. And I remember we'd walk up and uh, we had like these sticks. I, I think like we found these sticks and we're yeah. kind of like walking through and like making it work. I'm like, it's kind of flat. Like it's not too bad at the beginning. And but just the snow was so deep. And then we encountered this like a ski hill almost like that's what it looked like. But it wasn't for skiing. And we walked up that and I was like, we had to take breaks. Like I remember we stopped 
Some people are changing their socks already, like snacks. No, we had the plastic bags. Yeah, the, the plastic bags waterproofing our shoes. <laughs> yeah, Ridiculous. That, that's all we had was those, yeah, those plastic bags. We literally put them in our shoes. And imagine, so nasty. And uh, we climb up. We get to, like, near the top of this. Um, <laughs> we, we get, like, to the top of, like, this one, what I thought was, like, a little ski hill mountain. And I'm like, all right, yeah, you know what? We're almost there. Like, it's not too bad. Like, actually, I didn't think this is that bad. And then you you go around the corner and you just look up and it's like eight of those that you just did. And you're like, nah, bro, how are we going to do that? Like, what? what are you talking about? And so we did that. And um, it seemed like every turn, it just got steeper and steeper. And I was losing my willpower, man. I'm, I couldn't turn around. I'm already I'm in this now. So I got to oh, yeah, do we it. We were committed for sure. But it's like we didn't even really know exactly where we were going other than the fact that there are these like little signs every few kilometers that tell you, yeah, man, you're like another eight kilometers away from it. Like, which doesn't sound like a lot, but going up a mountain in three feet snow. Yeah, it was tough because it was later in the day. And so whenever you stepped in the snow, you would sink. So you would, you know, if you were, if each step was taking you up, like, I don't know, like half a foot, you were sliding down like two thirds of that. Like yeah. it was, so you're basically like almost swimming your way up this mountain, just exhausted. And the thing is you, you can't really like, you know, just eat snow or whatever. That's not good. It'll like, uh, I don't know, dehydrate yeah. you. Cause it takes more water to like. I don't yeah, know. See, yeah. I told you earlier, like, I got science isn't my thing. Like, you, you know what I'm talking about. You can't Canadians eat snow. out here, you know, you know, you can't be eating snow like that, like uh, for water. Yeah, yeah. But they did have like some of that glacial water, yeah. and that was the most delicious water of my life, dude. So oh clean, my man. god! Filling up your water bottle with that, like everywhere in times. Norway, you can just drink it, like straight up, like no pesticides, no whatever. Just take your bottle, stick it in there, man. Change your life. I love that about that experience, yeah. man. But. As you get higher up on the mountain, there's no streams like that. So no. I actually remember, and Bantu, if you're watching, you'll remember this. We were climbing up, and we were finding these rocks that had puddles. Uh-huh. And I was literally, like, bending down to, like, drink out of puddles because I was so thirsty, man. Like, <laughs> Bantu had these blueberries. I was, like, crushing her blueberries and drinking out of puddles. And I was like, dude, like, I don't, I don't really, like, roll like that. Like, I don't really, like, I'm not, like... You know, one of these Canadian outdoorsmen, like mountaineers, like that's too funny, man. Yeah. I remember we got to the top, and I'm thinking, you know, someone's already got all the tent situation, everything figured out. We had a teepee; it was a big ass teepee, and that means it had no bottom, so we kind of just had to make oh, a bottom. Bro. <laughs> I can't talk about it. There. <laughs> we had to make this like bottom thing, and then we had to like we just had to survive this night in the cold. And long story short, Troll Tunga was a hell of an experience. Loved it, like learned a lot about myself throughout that, and uh, but yeah, we did get to go on some other hikes, man. Like we got to go out and like experience Norway and, and like, like the hike right just give him the mic, right just give him the mic. Oh, yeah, there you go. Right at it was the place where we lived. We had like also the like I don't remember seven the, mountains. Yeah, the, the oh shit, the <laughs> there were like kind of stairs out of rock. Oh yeah, like yeah, that. I remember. Can, like, stole people something. were like fighting who will be the fastest. Like they stopped the time, like and. It's, yeah, there, there, there are like a lot of stolzer, stol, 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 something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of like opportunities and uh, oh yeah, like places you can hike, like Ulriken, for example. Yeah, someone. Shit, so. Yeah, I remember doing Ulriken. Yeah. That one was ham. That was like eight I hours. Mean, I mean, the whole city is between of seven mountains. You yeah, know? So some people do all seven in yeah. a day. Like it's crazy. Um, but yeah, man, Norway was an uh, like amazing experience. Coming back to it, like we got to meet a lot of people. I got some lifelong buddies and a lot more. Shout out to all you out there. But I just, I'm really happy that we have the opportunity to do this and connect and actually shoot a podcast and reminisce on this yeah. shit, man. It's worked out pretty well, man. And yeah, it's not like, bad. Yeah, chilling with the cops, right, yeah, with the cops <laughs> right now. I think it's like, you can see that it's not actually that hard to stay in contact even it's like such a big distance you yeah. know it's not so man that, I think if you that want to you can do it like i, I think <laughs> i think that's that's a great that's a great point you made there because in our busy lives with everything capturing our attention you still can make time for the people that you care about which is friggin awesome um i'm a we gotta end this soon i think we're already at almost an hour Damn. which is crazy yeah. um but I'm going to ask you guys one more question before I do our lightning round where I'm going to just oh, ask you shit, five rapid-fire questions. That's sick. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to just ask you one question quick um, before that. 
if you wanted to give some kind of advice to 17 year old you what would it be man travel more man see the world like don't spend your money on like things that like material materialistic things that you can like probably throw away like two 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 years later man just collect memories you know like travel around the world and see stuff and that's the best investment you can make like <laughs> i love it great answer man yeah I, w I would agree with that and i think what i'd tell myself personally is to just go for it just in life just go for it man like whether it's traveling or whether you know you're like for me i was on the basketball team and and my coach like he was a great dude he was a great coach but he was one of those guys who like if you took a shot and missed he'd be taking your head off he'd okay be like, get your head out of your ass yeah, like yeah, all yeah. this shit but at the end of the day man life's too short not to shoot man you shoot gotta your shoot shot. your shot so yeah. you know if you're in for five or ten minutes put up five or ten threes dude fuck it like yeah. don't hold back and i, and love I think that. that's you know kind of what the exchange was for me it was like leaving behind everything i knew to just go just vibe with people i don't know and get to know them and like I just, you know, it would have been great to have done that a bit earlier in life just to kind of, you know, get get more out of it. But life's too short not to shoot your shot, man. You got to go for it. Well, man, we're slide into the DMs, man. Just slide right in. We're, we're sitting <laughs> next to someone who, who took that to the other level, even past friendships. You're actually in a relationship with somebody that you met on that's Extreme. True, yeah. Shout out to Ophelia. Shout out to Ophelia. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, and that's 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 something that like, you know. It's, it might sound like a little cliche, but it's like you went on an exchange and you met somebody that, you know, it's changed your life for sure. Definitely, and, yeah. And, and you've changed her life as well. And I love you guys, man. Yeah, I love you too, bro. That, that's it's awesome. not that deep. It's not that deep. All right, let's do this lightning <laughs> round before we head off right. and have complete darkness on Yo, this how beach. does it work? Uh, is it five questions for me and for Yevgen? I'm going to ask a together? question and you guys each answer however you want. Okay, cool. So, so I'll just go and then pass. Yeah, them. exactly. So... Uh, first question, and I usually do this uh, from my Patreon uh, uh, contributors, but I couldn't do that while traveling. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'll make <laughs> I'll make up for it. Um, so the first question is: Out of all the places you've traveled, what's your favorite destination? I can start if you want. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let you go. Like it was always also on the exchange. It was Iceland, man. Iceland oh. is such a beauty. Iceland. We were so lucky with the weather. Like driving at night, like dancing uh, northern lights oh. above us uh, go to iceland man love it so best city in the world shout out to pittsburgh i'm gonna yeah. throw that in there real okay quick. okay um, no but the coolest place i've ever traveled to would be svalbard svalbard so that's uh the islands north of norway yeah where uh, there's three thousand polar bears to like 2500 people that's so crazy. when we were up there we went snowmobiling under the northern lights I hit like 75 miles an hour on the snowmobile Jeez. going over like frozen rivers. We saw wild reindeer, northern lights. Like our guide had a rifle um, to protect against polar bears because you're required to by law. Polar, polar bears will fuck you up, just, bro. It just felt like <laughs> being at the end of the world, man. So That's Svalbard crazy. was amazing. Yeah, man. Like cold places are much underrated, man. No, like, yep. Like not the best destinations aren't like summer beach chilling yeah. and it's like traveling I, to cold I think, places. Uh, I think Norway, they had that like phrase, right? Like there's no such thing as bad weather, yeah. just yeah, bad yeah, clothing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, that yeah. stuck with me because whenever people complain about petty bullshit, like, oh, it's raining outside, like wear a fucking rain jacket and just move on with your day. Anyways, it's not that deep. Not that deep. Uh, <laughs> let's go to question two. If you could have gone to any college other than the one you went to, where would you go? To be honest, like I can only like talk about what which colleges I saw, and it's probably gonna be San Diego or like Michigan, man. Like, San we Diego went Michigan or Michigan? Both both colleges look just incredible. We don't have things like that, you know. Badass. <laughs> yeah. So for me, uh, I'd actually have to say Pitt, University okay. of Pittsburgh. Yeah. I had some friends who went there coming out of high school. Yeah. And uh, Oakland is just such a Oakland is a city in Pittsburgh where Pitt is, and it's just it's it's honestly one of the coolest college towns I've ever been to. It's yeah. just. It's such a cool vibe, man, and I love it, man. I've awesome. spent a lot of time there. That's not to say you're cheating on Michigan, but great no. answer. All right, <laughs> question number three. <laughs> this is random. I fucking just thought about this <laughs> earlier. Um, would you rather be able to replay old memories or be able to see up to one hour in the future? Oh. I would probably, like, this is a hard one, you know, like, go 
back to other like to think any any time like you'd be able to replay it and put it on the screen oh, or I mean, okay, okay. if you could see an hour okay, into the it, future at any time I, i'm going like foreseeing like all things you know because why like just just like let the time go you know right let, let the time go you will see it anyways in an hour so fuck it like you can like <laughs> better memories dope i love yeah. the answer <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I just went back and forth in the past like few seconds because on the one on the one hand, I wanted to say an hour in the future because then it's like, oh, like what's the lottery ticket gonna be? When the lottery make all this money? But then it's like, you have all this money and you see into the future at all times. Like, how right. can life be that fulfilling? Like, oh, okay. if I'm watching the NBA finals, like I, I know, know who's gonna happened. score. Yeah. If I'm watching the Stanley Cup, I already know Crosby's yeah. like putting in the back of the net. Well, yeah. I, I already I already knew that anyways. <laughs> Shout out to the Penguins. <laughs> But yeah, like at a certain point, yeah. it's like you have all this money, you know what's happening. Like, is it that fulfilling? Yeah. Like, I'd rather just be able to kind of relive the experiences yeah. with my friends because that's more valuable than money anyways. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I think that'd be like the greatest thing if you could pull this up like a third person view. Like, hey, yo, remember when that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Damn, that's true. Like when you're young as hell. Yeah. Next question. Young Mike. <laughs> young Mike. Um, question number four: What was the most challenging part of business school for each of you? Uh, I would say probably like writing my thesis. Yeah. Because uh, so Germany, happy I didn't have to do that. Yeah, we had to do that, <laughs> and like I'm writing my thesis in um, uh, health econometrics. Okay. It's called health. I think that's the English word for it. Yeah. So, uh, I'm writing about like so. So I'm the, the my topic was like. Do people uh, like when they lose their job? Do they gain weight and uh, get more depressive? Like oh, okay, okay. Had, like, Looking at like the statistics of, yeah, of, of exactly. health like, data and I, stuff I was, like that. Yeah, yeah, I made some regressions like with statistic problems and shit. Dope. And that was hard because it was the first time that you make your own empirical work, you know, and like have to analyze data and uh, also like my professor. One uh, sub question to that: What was one of the most uh, high level like crazy? Um, conclusions that you arrived at so i i also liked um made four categories it was northern west, like northeast west and uh no, what did south. i say so yeah northeast south and west uh europe and like the people in east europe like earn less money have less jobs but still like kind of have a lower weight mm. which is so different from the other uh, parts of europe right i can't explain why maybe because like the infrastructure is different also but this is that or if you have more you probably eat more i don't know yeah. i don't know yeah, okay man. let me answer that real quick um i would say the most challenging part of business school for me was networking and trying to join clubs and do extracurriculars because it just felt like you always had to try to be someone you weren't um, because it's such a big part of getting a job. It, yep. The way I describe it is like you just got to play the game, man. Yep. Like, sometimes it sucks. Like sometimes you got to like try to, you know, get people to like you. But the truth is that's a big part of business and just life in general is being able to make people like you by being yourself is like huge skill to learn. It's a huge skill, especially while you're still trying to figure out who that somebody is. And while you're in school. Yeah, that's true, too. It's it's tough, man. And that's uh, a great answer. Uh, I wasn't always the party king of Norway, man. <laughs> I, had to learn, I had to learn that. No, that's true, I man. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the, the queen, Dokkan, right? Party queen. Yeah, that's <laughs> <with Dokkan. laughs> All right. Um, last and final question before I let you guys go is, what is your favorite late night eats in Chicago and for you um, in Dusdorf? Dusdorf? Dusdorf. Dusdorf, sorry. Yeah. My late night? <laughs> We don't have so many places that like open at late night. Ah, uh, you honest. know, there's a spot that you hit up on a night out with yeah, your it's, boys. It, it, it's like I can say what it is. It's dinner. Like if you want to oh, eat a good dinner, it's like kebab, like you call it. It's not the right <laughs> word, by the way. But <laughs> this is a. Uh, I, I said some animosity there, bro. So <laughs> like, you are, bro. Let's get kebab. It's dinner. It's dinner, man. <laughs> it's dinner. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you like the wrap or the open one? So the wrap is like easier to eat, durum, you know. Right? It's durum, durum, durum. Yeah, it's durum, <laughs> durum. It's Turkish word. Yeah, it's like easier to eat, but the real doner is like the real thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can't tell you like a specific place, but it's like this food. Dope, love it. And Mike, if you know me, you know what this answer is gonna be, and yeah. it's not my favorite late night food. It's not anything. 
Um, you can answer it, man. It's definitely Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell, dude. I love Taco Bell. I love it so much. Oh, man. Uh, it's all about the burritos, man. To be honest, I don't even really eat the tacos there. Just get yourself a shredded chicken burrito. Get some fire sauce. If you're not getting fire sauce, don't go to Taco Bell. Just don't even go. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Shout out to the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Shout out to the uh, Crunchwrap Supreme. Shout out to the breakfast menu. Super underrated. Jeez, Just, oh. Great answers. I'm thank, so full, thank you guys so it's much. Not, it's not over. I might get some Taco Bell. Everybody knows that Mike's loving Taco Bell, so yeah, Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. If you see this, like we'll get in touch. I'd love to be sponsored or something. I'll, I'll eat it every day if I have to. Same here, man. Oh, for me, late night eats in in Ottawa, Canada. I have to go with the. There's a place called Shawarma Palace. All right, it's it's what we're known for. Ottawa's like the shawarma capital of oh, the shit. fucking world, bro. We have a shawarma shop on every corner. And um, as much as like it's extremely unhealthy and uh, like not good for you at all, even <laughs> though they try to market it that way, like healthy fucking little salad in here, throw a little lettuce, bro. That you hit that garlic dip with the with the hummus and the you got a platter with rice and like potatoes and uh everything in it it's just like you know those styrofoam containers they can't even close because it's overflowing with that much food and you eat that whole thing on a night out thanks bro it's a surefire way to hate yourself in the morning yeah yep. anyways thank you so much for coming on the podcast boys of course, man thanks for having us can't yeah. can't wait uh can't wait to do it again in a different city or in a different uh environment and uh link up with you guys again and just remember it's not that deep it's not that deep man thanks it's for coming through chicago thanks bro yeah, yeah, yeah. i really enjoyed that conversation with yefkin and mike and i got a lot of value from it i hope you did as well if you did please subscribe to my channel below and also contribute to my patreon page rate my podcast on apple Podcasts or wherever you watch it or just hit me up let's start a dialogue remember it's not that deep <laughs>